Hello and welcome to the Life Together with KD podcast. This is your host, KD. Thank you so much for joining us. And to my regular listeners, I apologize for the delay between podcasts. It's just been busy and a little bit hectic in life lately, so I promise I'll be getting more out to you um, soon. But thank you for joining me for this episode, episode 10, where we're going to talk about single parenting. How many of you out there are single parents or know a single parent or have a friend who's a single parent? We're going to talk about that and how um, just to be encouraged in single parenting as well as to support your single parent friends. But let me get started by saying this podcast is called Life Together because I sincerely believe that we are not meant to do life alone, but we are meant to do life together in community, uplifting, upholding, strengthening, and encouraging one another along our life journey. Now, I also like to say at the beginning of each podcast that I am not, and repeat not, a professional therapist or counselor. However, if you feel that you need the assistance, the guidance of a professional therapist or counselor, I have a resources page for you that I will give you at the end of this podcast and that will help you with finding a therapist or counselor in your area or if you are in crisis uh, you can text HOME H-O-M-E or NAMI which is an organization that helps with mental health that's N like Nancy, A like Apple M like Mary, I like Indigo Text that to 741-741, or you can text the word HOME to 741-741. If you are in crisis and someone will reach out to you quickly to uh, get back to you to help you, okay? So let's get on with episode 10. Okay, folks, here we go into episode 10, where we're going to discuss single parenting Um, some of the aspects of that. If you're not a single parent, how you can support your friends and family members who are single parents. And even I may touch a bit on, because I'm a Christian, um, touch a bit on being a single parent in the Christian church culture here in the USA and different grievances that I've had or suggestions that I may have for those who are in ministry ministering to single parents. So I am a single parent by way of divorce. Um, I divorced several years ago and I pretty much raised my children uh, pretty much on my own with very little input and assistance from um, their biological father. And uh, unfortunately, that's the way it went, but I um, I will say that I was really blessed to be able to have a good network around me, um, a good network of family and friends and church, uh, church support, friends at church, and um, it just, you know, not to say, not to minimize it, it was difficult, it was very difficult. Um, However, I, I'm really thankful that I did have the network that I did have 
because it helped me through so many tough times. Um, Single parenting is sometimes, you know, people may be single parents just because of by choice. Um, They may be single parents um, not by choice, you know, maybe the partner that they had didn't stick around for whatever reason, Um, whether that's, you know, whether they were married or not married, maybe their partner just didn't stick around. And um, maybe, or maybe the single parent is um, a widow or a widower. You know, maybe their their spouse or significant other passed away. And that's why they're a single parent. So I feel like um, as a person of color, I'm a person of color. As a person of color, I feel like that there's this um, attitude towards single parents, especially towards single parents of color, where it is assumed that, um, you were an irresponsible young person and that's why you're a single parent, which is not the case. Um, and this is not the case in every situation, but even if the person was a young person, that got pregnant young and so forth. Why are we judging? Why are we judging? And I say that to myself too, because before I became a single parent, I was a bit judgy and unfortunately, and I look back and I just want to scold myself because why was I being judgy? But sometimes it's not until you um, experience something yourself or, um, or you know someone who's close to you who's in that situation um, that you kind of have the opportunity to check yourself and have the opportunity to adjust your attitude and stop being judgmental toward uh, single parents, um, no matter what the ethnicity, no matter um, the the background, the socioeconomic background, no matter what, just take your judgment glasses off (laughs) and look at people as people. So that's something that, um, you know, that, like I said, I've learned through becoming uh, a single parent unexpectedly. And um, so it's, like I said, it's easy to, to judge single parents um, single mothers and even single fathers, you know, who are, um, I think single fathers often kind, often get a bad rap. Now, unfortunately there are, you know, I've heard personally of more scenarios where the, the, um, mom is left to handle, handle everything and take care of everything. And the, the father in the situation um, has not taken responsibility or has left the responsibility up to the mother of the, the child or children, unfortunately. Um, and then there, there are a multitude of other situations where, um, for whatever reason, you know, there may, maybe separation had to happen because of a of a toxic relationship between the parents and therefore it's better or safer for um, 
the the other parent to not be in the picture, which is unfortunately sad, but it does happen. So anyway, um, but there are good single fathers out there who are handling their business and taking care of their responsibilities and doing everything that they're supposed to do and being, being good dads to their kids. And so hats off to you. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I, I was saying that, you know, sometimes single parenthood happens without, without it being planned, you know, most of the time without it being planned. Now there, I do have a friend who's an awesome, awesome woman who decided to, um, have a child on her own. She's an amazing person. She's intelligent. She's beautiful. She's a professional. And she decided, you know, she hasn't met anyone per se, at least as far as I know. And um, she decided to have a child on her own. And I know that that is also becoming more common. And so she is beginning her single parent journey. So um, I think that, like I said, there's this stigma of around being a single parent but there are so many people who are single parents for one reason or another and as single parents I know that you know most of us have experienced um, just the stress the stress of trying to manage everything without a partner and and or if you don't have a good relationship with the other person, the other parent involved, or if you have no contact with the other parent involved. And, excuse me, and um, it's just tough sometimes because you're trying to carry the load of what was supposed to be a partnership as a single person and the financial stresses and the mental and emotional stresses and I think for me the one of the biggest well those were the two two of the biggest stressors were financial and um, mental and emotional as far as wanting so much for your children and um, wanting to be a good parent wanting to despite the lack of a partner um, be the best parent you could possibly be and trying to fill both roles even though you know it's not humanly possible <laughs> but trying to fill both roles as best as you can um, I know that for me it was always very humbling to um, with with respect to financial um, stresses because I was um, I was slash am doing this on my, my sole income. And, um, like I said, with very little help from the other person and always just trying to make it work. So I think like what it taught me a lot was patience. It was, it taught me humility because before that I was a little bit arrogant. I mean, I was raised, even though I was raised in a single parent home. My father was still assisting regularly financially 
although things would still get tight sometimes, my mom is a rock star. So um, we didn't feel a lot of the the struggle financially. So, um, but anyway, I think for me, just the humility of, number one, I, I never saw myself becoming a single parent, so that was a blow to my ego. And number two... Um, just not just being the person who's the sole provider and not being able to afford a lot of things for the kids because it was just me and I wasn't getting much help from the other person involved and much not much help at all actually most of the time (laughs) and so I always say that God got me through that that's my personal belief that God got me through that um and there were so many times, you know, that I had to humble myself and ask for help. And that was so hard. That talk about learning humility, talk about what ego, what ego. I have no ego left because I have to ask for help. I have to shop at thrift stores. I have to shop at the discount stores. I um, have to ask people for help. I have to um, uh, get on government assistance, which was super huge blow to the ego. But you know what? All of these quote unquote blows to my ego ended up being such a blessing because I could see, I could now um, see with new eyes that the people who do get government assistance when they need it, the people who do have to ask for charity when they need it, the people who do have to um, shop Um, find ways to manage the money they have with even if it's a little bit of money by shopping at discount or thrift stores or the like it really just taught me to see people as people and get over myself and it really taught me to it really humanized the whole experience for me so instead of sitting in in my previous suburban bubble looking my nose down at people who were um in in certain situations now I was in the situation and I could see oh I need to um not I need to check myself I need to um just treat people as people and love people as people and the end you know (laughs) and stop judging so I mean in that respect it was it was good for it was good that I had these experiences because I've learned so much and I've um, become more compassionate and I, I've become more open and willing to um, to see the person first instead of judging first. And I'm, I've met a lot of wonderful people and now like I can reach back and help others because I've of all of the things that I've experienced, I can share what I've learned with other single parents. And I think, like I said in the beginning, a lot, uh, one of the other things was community. I was really blessed to have support of um, certain of my family members and certain friends who were even here's the the odd thing you know how when when you split from someone or break up with someone or divorce someone 
that the friends usually choose sides. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just because it's awkward for them and they're friends with both of you. So sometimes they opt to stay friends with the person they were originally friends with and not the the ex-spouse of the friend. And I get it. You know, it's it's awkward. It's weird. You're not quite sure what to do. But I was blessed to um, maintain the friendships of some of the people who um, were who originally knew my ex-spouse first, but they remained my friends after the divorce, and I was really blessed in that regard. Also, um, just, what was I going to say? Oh, and my church family at the time, really a significant support to me spiritually and emotionally, um, which was good. And also, through my church, Um, I had access to a food pantry, so I was able to get free food at certain times um, on a limited basis, but for my family that I was trying to support on my sole income, it was such a blessing. So community is so important when you're a single parent, Um, finding people and organizations who will not only support you emotionally, spiritually, be your friends, be a shoulder to cry on. Um, and I think those, those of you who, are, who have single parent friends, um, like I said, it's easy to judge be- if you're not in that situation, if you're not experiencing that situation. But my, my advice to friends of, um, of single parents is just to be there, just to be a support um, as far as being a support emotionally, being a friend, um, even perhaps babysitting their kids sometimes um, or if they don't have transportation, taking them to the store sometimes or just being hospitable really and making them feel welcomed um, and making them feel um, loved. That you know, if you're their friend, you want to show love, and just trying to to be a support that way. I mean, there are also practical ways. You know, if you see, I'm not saying um, enable, not I'm not saying to enable someone who is, um, you know, in an unhealthy situation. But I'm just saying, in a healthy situation to be be that support for them and let them know they're not alone. And they may or may not take your help or support or whatever because maybe they're going through something at that time, but just knowing that you are available when they do need you is a blessing, is a blessing. Um, and just to not judge, you know, and not tell them what they need to do because... Um, Again, if you're not a single parent, there are certain things you just, as much as you may want to understand, you just kind of don't understand because you're not in that situation. But like I said, support is always um, a good thing for your friends who are single parents. Just just being there really is a good thing, you know, because sometimes single parents will need to vent and sometimes just being there as their sounding board it will will be such a blessing to them but also i think for me 
I can honestly say that um, one of the most difficult things, especially being a single parent in the um, American Christian culture, is just the whole weirdness about um, being particularly a single female parent and having the church um, mostly focus on married couples and the only singles that they would focus on were the young young yet to be married singles versus the single parents um, single divorce parents single parents period and I think that's one of the hardest things because you don't want to I well is I'll talk from my perspective I never wanted to seem like I was it was weird around couples for me because the whole dynamic, well, they're married, I'm not. I don't want them to think that I'm after their husband or whatever because some women would think that and it was just awkward and I was like, I'm not, I don't want your husband. Uh, I just, I would be looking for male role, solid male role models for my children and it was just awkward to try to find that within the church and say, hey, do you think that your husband would mind like talking to my kids sometimes or whatever? Or because it didn't seem like there were any mature single men who could be that mentor person. So I would always kind of ask the wife to ask her husband if he minded possibly, you know, taking, uh, being a mentor to my sons, especially, or, um, you know, it was just weird. It was always like a weird, awkward type situation. So I would say if there are any church people listening and people in church leadership, um, I, I would sincerely ask that, like, some some type of program is created for single parents that don't make them feel like they're lepers <laughs> and don't make them feel like they're um, untouchables and um, don't make them feel like something's wrong with them because they're single parents. And a lot of times, if they're single single moms, they are looking for good male role models for their children without trying to be awkward asking um, a married couple if they could be that support and a married you know the the husband to be like a role model for say um, young boys it's not they're not trying to be weird they're just sincerely looking for that male influence um uh, that good, pure um, male influence to, to you know, have an, a positive male, um, a positive male figure in their children's lives. Now, with these days, with, with all the different news things going on, I mean, as single parents, you're super careful anyway about anyone you bring around your kids, but... I would say like specifically for the church world and church ministry and church, et cetera, et cetera. 
it would be nice if this issue is addressed with more not issue but this if single parenting parents and family single parent families were addressed with more care and more compassion and less weirdness and less judgment um and actually realize that the culture that we live in there are a lot of single parents and they need support too you know and single there may be dads raising children um by themselves and they need support you know and they don't want to be weird and ask some woman and think that he's trying to hit on them no he just wants support (laughs) so anyway um so all of these things are just um I just wanted to share from my perspective and I would love to hear other single parents chime in and leave me some comments or leave me some voice messages which you can do via the anchor.fm app um and just you know diff- give me different comments from your perspective how has your single parent journey gone what do you wish your friends or family would would have done to support you better if they hadn't supported you well um if you are in the christian church community or another religious community and have experienced similar things that i've experienced what would you wish that your um, religious community would know and do better um and also what are the positives of your single parent journey like what um that's the other thing i wanted to mention before i go find other single moms or other single parents to vent with and talk with because you can relate to each other and perhaps you know if you find another single parent um you can kind of help each other with switching babysitting days or help each other with just venting or help each other with resources in the community that can be a blessing to you as a single parent so um Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope that something I've said has resonated with you and helped you, and if you're not a single parent, maybe has been eye-opening, or if you're in church ministry, has been eye-opening, and I just, um, I thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope that you like it, and if you do like it, that you go to iTunes and give us an amazing rating on iTunes. I hope that you subscribe to this podcast and that you share this podcast with other friends and family and loved ones who you think will benefit from just listening and being a part of our podcast community, which I would love. I would love so much. And also, I promised the resource page at the end, and the resource page is Life Together kd.wordpress.com again that's life together um kd.wordpress.com if you go to wordpress.com and you type in life together with kd the my um my page will come up and you can go to the resources page and find a list of resources to find help you find counseling in your area or counseling as it relates to um, any specific type of counselor that you would like, whether, um, you know, 
someone of your own ethnicity or um, there are multiple multiple options on there for you to choose from as well as if you are in crisis as I mentioned in the beginning you can find a resource for helping you with if you are in crisis and that is all folks that is all for episode 10 God bless I hope to um, um, I hope that you enjoyed this rather and I hope that you share this with your friends and I look forward to our next time together our next podcast together which will be soon all right thank you so much bye-bye